0: all right, I just told you that it was Boxing Day, but that has nothing to do with the kind of boxes we're going to talk about right now with the uh, executive director of the Stark-Tuscarus-Wayne Recycling District, Mr. David Howd. He's on our WHBC Newsline right now. Good morning, sir. Happy uh, holidays morning. to you, sir.
1: How and are Merry you? Merry Christmas. Happy yes. New Year to you, Pam. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing really well, thank you.
0: Did you Appreciate. eat a lot? Did you eat a lot? Did you break your own rules and eat a lot over the holidays, David?
1: Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> especially yesterday. It just didn't. Once I started eating all those sugar cookies and everything, it just didn't seem to stop. So now I'm I'm waking up this morning, going, "All right, now I kept now I got to get my act together." I know.
0: I'm feeling nauseous. I got to get moving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, I'm feeling nauseous
0: so looking at the bags of wrapping paper and all the stuff sitting by the trash this morning. So now what do we do? I mean, you know, everybody's going, "Can you recycle, you know, wrapping paper? Can you recycle yes. gift boxes? Yeah. What do we do?"
1: So really all the all the paper products you can recycle and the metal and aluminum cans and the plastic bottles and jugs. Uh, most of the material that we have that we're collecting this morning. If you go out to the recycling drop-offs, are as the cardboard A lot of cardboard there is a lot of wrapping paper which is fine Uh, people can recycle that and um, but the big thing is is that you know the best that you can break down the cardboard boxes because uh, you know I went out to a few sites this morning and I can already see that they're overflowing but that typically happens right after Christmas uh, just because of all the the purchases and boxes so um, you know our volume goes up by about 25% between Christmas and New Year's for the recycling.
0: Wow And so, even so, the wrapping paper, like with tape on it and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, can um, you know if you can take it off? That that would be helpful. It's just a small amount, but you know, we try to keep the recycling as clean as we can. Um, A lot of times, people ask about magazines too. Like um, we we'll take magazines, we'll we'll take paper, um, all the wrapping paper, but it's just really the um, the waxed paper. And what we mean by waxed paper is usually the food paper containers kind of like um like a half gallon of milk um it's a, a paper product but it really has the wax paper that's um that's just tough to recycle okay it has the wax coating on it but gotcha. really all the other paper and uh, and the um wrapping paper can be recycled that's not a problem
0: and the gift boxes and the, and the
1: gift boxes yes exactly and the, delivery boxes there is a lot of them. A lot of delivery boxes. A lot of Amazon boxes out there. Oh,
0: right? I'm so tired of it all. I can't. I'm glad it's over. And for that matter, but everybody's
1: yeah. buying on. Everybody's buying online. Yeah. It's a thing to do now.
0: Yeah. So you have to make sure you break those down and flatten them out, and that will help you guys. Now, what about like your Christmas tree and things like that?
1: Yeah. So the Christmas tree, um, a lot of different communities will have, uh, like Jackson and Plain. They have their own. Uh, residence-only uh, compost or yard waste disposal. And uh, so I would check with each, with each one of the communities to see what their times are and what they're accepting and until what date. And then you can take, you know, a Christmas tree and recycle that. But, of course, you have to make sure that you have all the tinsel off of it and all the lights uh, because they are not <laughs> going to recycle that with lights because really what they do is they take the tree and they grind it up and use it as mulch.
0: Ah, very good.
1: At, uh, at the different locations that you take but it's always best because each each one of the communities has a different time as far as when they're accepting the um the trees and and uh the yard waste and until what you know the last date is
0: and when it comes to the the food stuff, I mean I know a lot of people had guests and a lot of different kinds of food containers and things like that. What do we need to remember about that
1: yeah the food the food containers that's always like a tough. Uh, thing to recycle like a lot of people will, you know clean things out which is what we greatly appreciate but as far as that the recycling drop-offs what we real what we know we can recycle are the plastic bottles and jugs that have what we say a head and shoulders on them like a, a bottleneck um, the food containers which are open like the sour cream containers uh, the market for that is not real strong and so, oftentimes, uh, it's it's contaminated with food too. So we we'd rather not have those uh, items recycled. No kidding. Um, okay. But, but yeah, and um, um, you know, which is understandable because like if you get a, a jar of peanut butter and it's and it's you know yeah. half full of peanut butter, it just it it really makes the recycling process not not what we want. It's not it's considered like contaminated material, and so we like to have everything clean empty and dry it doesn't have to be perfect but uh, but at the same time um, we just don't we just don't want garbage in the recycling bins
0: and then like cans and soup cans even and you clean them out but like soup cans and things like that yeah
1: soup cans and tomato paste cans my wife was making uh, some tomato soup and had all these tomato cans and um, you know you just clean them out and you can put them right in the recycle bin and and we 'll take those that's that 's not a problem at all okay what so about- the metal aluminum cans, um the plastic jugs and bottles. we used to go by the recycling number, which is you know number one, number two, plastic, three, four, five, six, and seven. But the problem is that even some styrofoam has like a number two on it and um but that's that 's not recycled. Uh, we, it's, it's hard to find people to recycle the styrofoam Mm. and that's because it's, it's, um, it comes in different densities and it's very, very hard to transport because there's so much volume to it. So, um, you know, you figure like a, uh, let's say a six yard bin of styrofoam is really a lot of volume, but very, very light. And it's expensive to transport, you know, like, uh, from one end of the state to the next. So. All of our recycling either takes place at the Kimball Company or at the Slesnick Paper. All the paper products go to Slesnick and all of the, uh, the other material goes to the Kimball Company.
0: What about uh, the pickle jars and jars and glass? Yeah, the pickle
1: jars, we can take those too. We'll, we'll take the glass, we'll recycle the glass. The Kimball Company takes the uh, glass and, uh, and we'll recycle that. Now, one of the big things is, is that a lot of times people will see... That um, you know they separate at the at the drop off. So if you have a, a curbside recycling where it's um, a part of your residential program, they can put it all in one bin. But then if you go to one of our drop offs, like let's say in Plain Jackson or Canton Township, we'll ask that you put the paper in one bin, the cardboard in another, the metal and aluminum cans in another bin. And the reason we have that pre sorted is because we get far less contamination so we'll get like five to ten percent contamination whereas when we co-mingled all of the metal aluminum cans glass and plastic our contamination rate was about 65 percent and so we had to change things and this this actually occurred about two years ago and so that's why we changed all the bins and we changed how we recycle things because what's interesting is if you look at the if you look at one of our paper bins or our cardboard bins, we never ha- hardly had any contamination. In any one of those bins, it was like less than 5% contamination. But people were very compliant. But then when we looked at the commingle side, what we used to call the commingle, which is where people could put all their plastic, glass, aluminum, metal cans, all in one container, the contamination rate was about 65%. Uh. One time I had a, a resident... Put in a microwave, which of course we don't permit, and um, and he said, well, that has plastic, glass, aluminum. You recycle all of that, which is which is true, but you know individually, but we don't do it mixed like that. The system is only set up to separate the plastic bottles and jugs, so that's why we have residents. Even though the same truck will come up and pick up the metal cans, and the plastic bottles and jugs, we separate it because we get Far, far less contamination, and uh, it makes a big difference. So we appreciate all the cooperation and support from all of the res- residents out there.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate you filling us in on everything because this will be very, very helpful as people are trying to clean up and, you know, get their houses back in order. So all right all right sir so keep, keep recycling keep recycling baby <laughs> huh? hey you're not supposed to give yourself away there mister
1: <laughs> all righty all
0: right. Okay. you have a great Thanks, new year sir and we'll talk okay. soon
1: okay you too